Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. A-teamers, we are now joined by uh, Wayne Duvenacher, who is a uh, Duvenage, who is the CEO of Outer. Wayne, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, nice to be with you this evening. So the last time you and I had a conversation, it was on a good note that uh, uh, e-tolls, especially for those in Gauteng, will be scrapped. There'll be uh, refunds for those who were paying. But uh, you released a media statement uh, straight after um, the Premier's, Banyaza um, Lusufi's uh, comments during his State of the Province address that happened yesterday. And you said it seems like nothing is changing or has changed on the ETOL front. Tell us more about your sentiments after that, uh, uh, that speech. Yes, so if we just go back to October last year, the, um, the Minister of Finance announcing his midterm budget policy statement that that um, ETOLs will no longer, or the road upgrade will no longer be financed through ETOLs, but they have uh, made a plan to do so through treasury allocations and, uh, well, a mixture of treasury and 30% from from the Gauteng uh, province, and they had to just resolve that finance and how much it was, and it was all a done deal. And that by the amendment in November, we heard by 31 December, uh, the system will be turned off. Well, nothing has happened. Then we heard in January, at the end of December, look, at, they hadn't finalized things, so it would be turned off in January. We're now in the middle of February, we're here in the state of the nation address, or state of the province address by the Premier, that ETOLs is a done and dusted thing. It's all over. But for it to be done and dusted, there has to be a gazette that is that is a, a to amend the declaration of the toll roads. That has to come from Sanro. Um, and that hasn't happened. Neither has the financial deal been closed or finalized with the Treasury. And uh, the gantries are still on and they're still billing. So, you know, once again, we just hear, uh, uh, you know, politicians uttering a lot of words, but nothing has actually changed since October last year. Now, I understand that there are still some businesses and individuals who are still paying for their e-tolls because, yeah. you know, they're still receiving invoices up until today. Is there no, was there no deadline set as to when the changes were going to be made, when the announcement was made uh, by the Minister of Finance last October? Yeah, it was all supposed to be over by the 31st of December. And I think a lot of businesses were preparing for that. You know, a lot of these companies, these fleet companies, have to change their systems so that they turn off the uh, ETOL billing. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of work that has to be done. They've got to notify their customers that they're not going to be charging. And none of that has happened. And a number of these companies, the fleet companies, don't want to stop paying until it is formally switched off because they, you know, they fear that they'll be struck off the procurement roles of government as they were threatened in the past if they did uh, stop paying. So they are very frustrated. Uh, they are uncompetitive with those who aren't paying. Um, customers are getting angry with this uh, situation, never ending. Uh, and and it's, just, it's just a debacle, quite frankly. It's not a difficult thing to do. It's just for some reason they keep dragging their feet and talking about it and telling us the end is here and, and they, they're not going to bill you anymore. But they continue to do so. You know, it's, it's just 
it's a shambles, really. Uh, Wayne, do you think there's something deeper to it? Do you feel uh, maybe there are um, wires that are not connecting in terms of communication from the various departments, perhaps, and maybe that is why uh, people are still being billed? No, it's not a difficult thing. You know, government can pass gazettes in a few days. Treasury, uh, San Rodgers needs to have the Minister of Transport's approval, which he's already said uh, they're going to go ahead with it. Um, this idea of, 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 of Gauteng having to pay 50% of, of 42 billion rand, whatever that number is, that they're trying to resolve and find a payment plan for for uh, the province. I mean, it, it really, we don't understand why it's taking so long. Maybe we will hear in the forthcoming uh, um, budget speech by, by the uh, Minister of Finance. But the long and short of it is it's, it's really has dragged on for far too long and it needn't have done so. Sure, yeah, I agree with you. It needn't have taken so long, but uh, clearly this debacle is still a bit too far to, from ending yeah. if the e-tolls have not been switched off and people are still being billed. Um, and and now we worry, where will the, you know, where will this lead us as South Africans? Because there are mm-hmm. those who have outright said, I am not paying for e-tolls because I don't want to, I don't believe in them. And there are those who are like, like still paying and they are saying we will abide to the laws of the land Mm -hmm. and we will stick to it. So there's two sides to this uh, particular coin for us as South Africans. And maybe this could be what is, 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 um, is delaying the process. Uh, The fact that there are still people who are being billed and are paying. You know, it's only about 10%. They're hardly covering the cost of the collection process. Nothing is going into the bonds of the tarmac, so to speak. So it just doesn't make sense to collect money and pay for the collection process only. If you switch off uh, that system, no, nobody loses. So it's, it, it's, you know, this decision should have been taken, uh, I would say, back in 2015 when they saw they would never get over 40% compliance. It had dropped to 30% by then, and, and from 2016 onwards, I think it, it, it cascaded below 20% uh, compliance. So it's, it's, um, it's just been, I think it's indecision, it's, it's, it's political interference, uh, some, something tells me there's money to be made on the side, because right up until last year, there was still 50 million rand a month being paid into the system. By the by, the ten, eighteen uh, percent or so of users that we're paying, um, and yeah, you know, we just know so much has happened when we talk about corruption and maladministration in this country. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back, continue with our conversation with Wayne Duvenage, CEO of Alta. Um, ETOL's still a current reality, despite what was promised to South Africans uh, last year in October. But uh, yeah, it's a wait and see game for those who are quite, who were quite excited. It's a, a game that is now seeming a bit like the Game of Thrones. You don't know where you stand. So let's have this conversation. 0614104107. That's our WhatsApp number. You are listening to Patricia Antuli on SAFM. Social Conversations. 
We're still in conversation with the CEO of Outer Wayne Dunage around uh, uh, this uh, e-tolling story. Now, Wayne, you have made a call to uh, Treasury, the Minister of Transport, Sandral, and the Gauteng Provincial Government. What is this call, and uh, uh, what are you anticipating the response to be? Well, what we're saying is... is these are the four entities and people that need to you know, get on with this decision and, and make it happen. It is Treasury and the Premier uh, at um, in Gauteng that need to finalise this this payment deal of how much Gauteng has to pay. Quite frankly, the uh, you know, Treasury gives about 85% of Gauteng's money to, to, to the province. So it is just moving money from one account to another. That should all just come from Treasury, as you've said, right in the beginning. Then there's the other two players, which is the Minister of Transport, and he has to just endorse uh, Sanral's Gazette to declare or amend this declaration of the details. And that can take a couple of days. If these four parties just sit down and thrash it out and finalise it and get on and do the work, we could have the system turned off within a few days. And, and we can put this long-standing debacle behind us it has failed since 2014, 2014, uh, middle of uh, 2014, June, when the compliance levels peaked at 40% and went downhill ever since. But here we sit today, uh, 2022, it was launched in 2013, so, uh, or 2023 now, so 10 years or so has come and gone, and, uh, and we still sit with a, it's, it's really sad. It's really sad that we sit, still sit with this mess. Now, you say that, uh, you know, if they were to all sit down, these four parties, it shouldn't take us too long, just, you mm. know, a matter of a couple of days. Um, but this mm. is not happening. Um, and, and that's why I was asking uh, earlier, is it because wires are not connecting when it comes to communication? No, they've been talking. They know they know as well. You know, I, I say that because they should be. But... Um, yeah, you know, the other day when Panyaz and the Sufi said in, in January that they're going to refund those who've paid. Now, that was a that was a very surprising decision or statement to make because they uh, didn't have to, but that's fine. It's good. I mean, it's very noble. 6.9 billion land paid back to those who've paid their details over the last nine years or so. But um, if you ask Samuel that question, because they're the ones who have to do the refunding. They're the ones who know how much each person's paid got the account numbers and everything. If you ask Sanwell, they say, well, we don't know who made this decision. We don't know where the money's coming from. Uh, so they're, they're in the dark. So there's a lot of discussion that's taking place, and you're quite right when you say, are people not connected on this? Are, are the people in authority not sitting down and, and working the resolution of this problem out? And it would seem that that is the case. The left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. Yeah, well, uh, from from a statement and an article um, after the the, the mm. state of the province address by the premier uh, yesterday, it said that well, the premier believes that oh, the premier is adamant, and he says that he, he the gantries are going to be disabled. I don't know mm. if dates were given. So them being disabled is one thing, but what happens then to the rest of the infrastructure? Well. What will happen is we believe that they will keep the infrastructure there because they're going to use that camera system as an average speed over distance monitoring and speed trapping. They're going to also use the cameras to identify stolen cars, the police, 
uh, you know, be able to pick up movements. So there is there is a there is a possible repurposing of the gantries, um, and and I think it's good that they do something with them, something more useful than than retailing, so that we as society can get some use out of them, some money back, however that is. But um, but yeah, the infrastructure wouldn't it would be silly to take it down. Rather 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 put it to some other use. Now, there's also the cost then of having this infrastructure, even though it's being repurposed, not for its original use, but for other things, as you have mentioned. Uh, the cost for it, is this what we might end up hearing in terms of tax increases tomorrow from the Minister of Finance? No, that's, it's, it's a very minimal cost. The cost will cover itself through the traffic fines that they raise. Um, uh, uh, you know, for people speeding on the on the freeways, so uh, you know it's going to cover its own costs in time. This is also a um, you know it's what you call a transaction clearing house. Uh, there are a lot of companies that haven't fitted ETADs because, but they would like to for the long distance tolls because there's the fast lanes there, uh, and and it's easier to control the costs. So when the retail system is turned off, there will be people getting the tag for the for the other toll purposes, and there are going to be some parking garages that you can drive up in the beams, lift and charge your account. So this is good, you know, innovative ways of putting the system to, to good use to cover the costs. It's not going to really uh, push up taxes. Um, no, not at all. Wayne, thank you so very much for joining us. Uh, always a pleasure. Let's uh, hope and and uh, pray that uh, we'll hear something positive tomorrow. And eventually these four parties, being Treasury, Minister of Transport, Sandra and Gauteng Provincial Government, will sit down and uh, actually action the disabling yeah. of uh, the e-tolls. Well, looking forward to that day. <laughs> Thank you. That was the uh, CEO of Outer, Wayne Duvenage. When life gives you insight.